Welcome to Good as Gold. You're listening to this podcast because you're new to the wonderful world of parenting. You've got kids and you want to know you're not alone. Or you could be like us, juggling business life and parent life. We talk about all things relationship, business and mixing it all together. Join us on our journey in business, raising our kids and growing as a community. Whatever it is you're doing, we hope you enjoy listening as much as we do sharing. Welcome to Good as Gold. Hi guys, welcome to episode five of Good as Gold. We are talking all things toilet training. This is a hard topic slash task. It was something that I struggled with for a little bit with Cassia. I am very, very lucky that toilet training for we was totally easy for us, thank God. Toilet training for poo was another story. So I feel like when we talk about toilet training, we really need to separate the two, which is not something that a lot of people spoke about um, when I was talking about toilet training, Cassia. A lot of people spoke about separating nighttime wee training and daytime training, but nobody actually spoke about the difference between poo and wee. I didn't have an issue with toilet training Cassia at night, which I was very happy about. But yeah, the poo and wee, total another story. So let's start with the what I did to toilet train Cassia because I get asked this often and it's not an easy task. So first of all, give yourself a break. Every kid is different. So when she turned two, I thought to myself, let's give this a go. Let's try and toilet train her. My mum said to me, we were all toilet trained at two. I don't know how the hell she managed to do that, but she did it. I thought I'd do the same and forget it. Cassia was not ready. And I think if they're not ready, it just makes it a lot harder and a lot more of an onerous task than what it should be. So if you just if you see that you're starting to toilet train and you see they are just absolutely not ready, just give it another few months and maybe they'll be they'll start to become ready. When they're ready, it it's a lot easier. So when she was two we, she actually did wee in the toilet once and I was like, all right, well, maybe we've got maybe we can do this. But the long, like the the week that I sort of tried, I just went, no, I could see she was absolutely not ready for that. So we left it till she was three. I didn't really want to do it during winter. I would probably suggest doing it in summer. The only reason being if they wet themselves, um, they're not going to freeze. If it's warm, um, it's a bit easier. So I would recommend doing it during summer. So we did it last December or but just before her third birthday. It, again, the three days to make a task, three days to break a task and three days to create a new one, that actually played out in this as well. So the first three days, the only thing that was hard and for me is that I was between home and the factory. I would recommend if you can stay home for a couple of days and just try and do it in one spot. That makes a big difference. Jumping between two places was a bit difficult. I managed it, but if you can stay home, do so. So the first three days were difficult in regards to um, she didn't really, she didn't really, I don't know, she was, she, was, she was scared of the toilet to start with, which is fair enough. So the couple of things that I did that made it easier. Number one, I got a toilet seat from Baby Bunting. First, the first time I got one was actually just a K, um, was it Kmart or Target? I don't know. It was a hard, one of those hard 
um, seat insert things. It didn't have a step. So I have, I've got the step that's separate. So you can get ones that are actually like one whole big contraption that has a toilet seat that has two steps attached to it. Um, or you can, we had the steps separately. So I thought I'm not going to get another step because we've already got that. I'm just going to get the seat. So the first one I got was just, yeah, a hard one from Kmart. It was just plain white. Um, that didn't go down well. She was not impressed with that at all. The thing that ended up being a godsend was it was, it's, she's got a little Minnie Mouse toilet seat. It's actually padded. So it's more comfortable and it's cute. So I would suggest um, getting a toilet seat. Let them choose it. If they can choose something that they like, I know they come in different characters and I know it sounds silly, but if they can choose something that they like, it makes your life a lot easier. I also recommend that with their undies. So the first time we bought Cassia undies, I said to her, you can choose whatever you like. She at that time was obsessed with cherries and for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but the first pair of undies she saw were a pack of cherry undies and because it was Christmas time and she loved cherries, she's like, I want the cherry ones. So she was excited to wear the cherry undies. So um, get them to choose their favorite undies, choose their toilet seat, wherever they can be in the decision making will be um, a lot easier for you when you go to toilet train. So from the start, I didn't do this and in hindsight, I should, ha- I should have because I did this with Pooh and it worked out really well. Um, you need, we do, you need either a, a chart on the wall. So it depends how you're going to do it. We, we use two things. We have a chart on the wall in the toilet. It's just a big A3 paper and I've just drawn a grid on it and she sticks stickers every time she does a poo. So I didn't do this with we. With we, we have a the, one of our acrylic charts. We've actually got them under the life planning range, which is under the personalized goodies tab on the website. We've got a toilet training chart. Cassia loves being able to write or draw on anything. Now these are... Um, it's same sort of situation. It's a grid. You use a whiteboard marker and you tick off um, everything that your child does. For instance, they pull their own pants down, they sit on the toilet, et cetera, et cetera. So if they do all those things, you go through the list and we do that with Cassia and she ticks each box um, each time she does it. So then by the end of the week, you can rub it off and start again. So that worked out well. I found with Poo's the stickers worked more. So with Wheeze, the ticking was great. Um, Poos, we, we were onto the stickers and a treat because she hated doing poos. So I'll get to poos later. So Wheeze, um, you can either get the acrylic board, stick it on the fridge, give them a whiteboard marker and let them tick off each thing that they do. The, the good thing about our toilet training charts is it literally goes through step by step what they need to do. So it's not just an overall tick. Yep, you did it. It's actually, did you pull your own pants down? Did you wipe yourself? Did you sit on the toilet? So it goes through step by step, which is good. It's a good way for them to learn and it's a good way for them to know that the, know the process, I guess, of going to the toilet. So either one of those things are great. I would also recommend um, having to remind them every, say, half an hour. It does get a bit onerous, but it gets easier as the days go on because eventually they learn to tell you and they feel the sensation themselves. But the first day, Cassia, for instance, I'll tell you now, we're already in April now. We toilet trained uh, just before December. So let's say she was, was started around November. She still to this day has not wet the bed. I don't know how I managed to do that. It was, I didn't do it. She did it. So 
she hasn't wet the bed. Apparently, I was told um, by a lot of mums that it is actually a hormonal thing for them for them to be able to get up during the night and feel that sensation of needing to go to the toilet. So it tells me that Cassia was mature enough that she had that hormone, whatever that may be, and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on it. I'm literally just repeating what a lot of people told me when I spoke about toilet training on the CMC Instagram. So apparently during the night, this is why a lot of people separate daytime training and nighttime training. The reason why I didn't is because I thought once I'm toilet training, I'm not putting a nappy back on her. So again, for Poo, this was a different story, but for we, I wanted to try and get it all done at once. Um, And like I said, she hadn't wet the bed. So I had a, um, I put a garbage bag in between the sheet and the mattress and that was uh, she also has a mattress protector as well but that was just another form of protection then I also had a waterproof um it was like a big towel it's from a company called spewy so if she had have wet the bed you literally just wipe it up because it's waterproof and there's no mess one really good thing that I did the first couple of days because I wasn't sure if she was going to wet the bed or not at that stage was I put undies on her and I told her that if she needed to go to the toilet she needed to to let me know because she would she just talks on the um on the monitor and I can hear her anyway but what I did is I put her to sleep in undies obviously I had the spewy towel and I had the garbage bag in between the mattress and the sheet anyway so I had the protections there I also had a couple of towels on the floor just in case she went to get up and she needed to pee so I had things everywhere but putting her to sleep in her undies and then I popped a pull-up over the top while she was asleep so she didn't actually know that I did it so if she had have wet the bed she would have she would feel the sensation that she'd wet herself and Nobody's going to like that. So she would feel it, but it would be contained. So that was actually something that somebody had told me and given me um, that advice. And I thought that is brilliant because I do not want to be cleaning pee during the night. So if you haven't started toilet training yet, I would suggest possibly doing that because that was a really great piece of advice that I got and I found that worked quite well. After the third night and she hadn't wet the bed, I thought, let's just give it a go. And I actually took, I didn't put the pull up on her at all. I just kept her in her undies and um, yeah, she hasn't wet the bed at all. Although the second day of toilet training, I think it was the second or the third day, she wet herself three times. That was the first and last day that she wet herself so many times. And she said to me, Mama, I don't like, I don't like it. Change me. So every time she actually wet herself, she hated it. The reason why she'd wet herself, and I I feel like if I was at home, she wouldn't have because she was at the factory with me. And if there's playing to do, she is not going to the toilet. So when we're at the factory, she just thinks it's playtime. The staff are here. She's got cars here. She's got a kitchen here. She's got toys for days here. She absolutely absolutely does not want to be going to the toilet at that stage. So that day she wet herself three times and we finally, we had, I spoke to her after each time and I said, you need to tell me when you need to go to the toilet. She hated the sensation of being wet. She just kept saying, mama changed me. So I think that 
by them weeding themselves, they're learning anyway. So it's not a bad thing. Like I said, that was pretty much the first and only day she actually did wet herself. I think she's possibly wet herself once more some other time. Um, but she, there was one time she tried and she went to, she, she actually went to wet herself and she stopped because it was a tiny little bit there. And then she stopped herself and said, I need to go to the toilet. So after that day, I think that was a bit of a milestone for her so that she must have just, yeah, not liked the feeling and she hasn't done it again since. So, I would suggest um, the rewards chart of some kind, whether it be stickers on the wall, whether it be ticking off the acrylic chart, whether it be giving them some sort of treat. So every time she weed in the toilet, as stupid as it sounds, we did a dance. Um, we sung that she did wheeze in the toilet. I had a box of little presents. Now, whether you get $2 presents from Kmart I wanted to do that and I hadn't, I didn't have time to do that. So I had like heaps of little, cause the, the company we get our silicon off always sends me these little silicon toys and I got a, a heap of them. So I actually just at that stage, that's all I had with me. So I chucked them all in a box and they don't care what it is. As long as it's brand, as long as it's new or something that they haven't seen or they've forgotten about, I chucked them all in a box and I said, once you've done where you can pick out a prize. That worked really, really well. I found that the first few days of her being able to pick out a prize every time she did a wee worked wonders. Um, and after doing that, that was, yeah, that worked really well. So then after we after we established the sort of routine, I made sure I asked her sort of every half an hour, do you need to go to the toilet? Sometimes she'd say yes, sometimes she'd say no. So that was fine, but it, just reminding them that they are not going in their nappy anymore, I think is a good thing for the first probably four to five days, even the first week. After that, they'll pretty much tell you. So she was telling me after that, that she needed to go to the toilet. That's what I did with wheeze. Nighttime wheeze, as I said, I did the pull up over the undies and that worked really well. I was very fortunate that she has not wet the bed, but putting the things in place like the spewy um, bed cloth and, and doing the pull up method and popping some towels down, I think that works really well. I would also recommend making sure that they aren't drinking a bottle of milk before bed. I would probably say stop drinking maybe two hours before. Obviously, they can sip on water, but I would suggest nothing else. Um, if they're obviously having a big uh, bottle of milk before bed, they're going to wet themselves. So, um, no, nothing two hours before, if anything, just little sips. Even now with Cassia, she has her water bottle by her bed and if she needs a little sip, I'm said that's fine. You have a little drink and, and that's it. But there's no more milk before bed, which is what she used to do when she did have um, undies or pull-ups on. Poos. This is another ball game. This was hard. It still is hard. It stressed me out like you would not believe. So you probably would have heard me talk about this on Instagram, whether it be CMC, um, the CMC goal page or the ChloeSacco.CMC page. I've spoken about this on both. Cassia has literally made me go bald and grey and age about 50 years from trying to toilet train her with poo. I hated this. I found we really easy and I'm very thankful that that was an easy process for me. But poo, my God. We're in April and I'm still going through this. She is actually doing really, really well, thankfully, at the moment. But like last week, for instance, she just stopped going 
to do poo in the toilet. So I'm not holding my breath. But anyway, this is what I did to try and get her to poo in the toilet. People have given me advice and said, try putting a pull up on them and cutting a hole out and getting them to sit on the toilet. I didn't do any of that. Um, I just sort of got her straight onto the toilet. I didn't use a potty because number one, I didn't want to clean a potty as um, selfish as that sound. I cannot clean poo out of a potty. I will die. Um, And number two, I didn't want to then have to train her off a potty to a toilet. I just figured I'm going to train her doing something. I may as well just train her going straight to the toilet. Um, each to their own if you want to use a potty and that's worked for you or um, you think that that would be a better option for you, please do so. My experience, I just went straight to the toilet. The, the thing that Cassia used to hold her poos for eight days. She has never, ever been one to poo. Even with a nappy, she was horrible. Um, she would never poo every day. She never has but she was at a point where I, I didn't know what to do with her anymore. Um, I, I had spoken to a GP who said, look, you need to give her a softener because, again, let's go back to Cassie's eating habits. Not great. She She's not bad. Like she she's just very picky. She doesn't have a lot of fruit and vegetables. I try and increase the fiber with giving her things like porridge, more fruit. So I try where possible. However, um, it's probably not enough and to try and feed that kid vegetables is like a fate worse than death. So we, I give her a softener. I use Lactoloose and I have been told by um, a couple of doctors that it's absolutely fine using it long term. It just brings water to the stool. Obviously, talk to your own pediatrician and your doctor about it. If you can get away with not using it, obviously, that's probably better. But in my in my instance, I couldn't. The reason why I think she got so scarred was because I let her go without a softener while she was still in a nappy. And obviously, she was a bit constipated because she would hold it for so many days. Usually, it was around five or six days. Towards the end, it got to eight days and it was just getting out of control. So, I did take her to the doctor because I didn't know what to do anymore. And they definitely said, look, it's better to be, put them on a softener than to traumatize them, um, which is what ended up happening with Cassia because it hurt so much that she was just too scared to actually go to the toilet. After giving her a softener daily or every second day, that made a big difference. So if you need to do that, speak to your pediatrician or speak to your doctor and possibly give that a go. A lot of people said Movicol is really good too. I tried giving her that. I tried giving her the one without flavor. Cassia is a nightmare with anything that has flavor. This one was the non-flavored one and she could still taste the flavor in it and she just doesn't drink anything that's not water. So anything that has a flavor, I don't even know how I can give her Lactoloose. It's very sweet. She doesn't like it, but I can get it down her throat. So I'm just, I just stick with that. Um, so yes, give number one, give them a softener if you need to. Number two, the I let her obviously pick her own stickers. She sticks them on the wall on her on her paper um, each time she does a poo. And number three, she gets a little M M&M and M packets. She gets a little mini fun size M M&M and M packets. They work quite well together. Um, the other thing that I used is the Pooland app. You may have heard of it. You may not have heard of it. It's a free app that you download onto your phone. Um, uh, the storyline is pretty um, boring. <laughs> so I sort of make it up as I go along. The app is not interactive at all. It's literally just a story that you swipe across. She actually 
likes the story. Um, well, let it, the one that I sort of make up, it's similar to what is written, but I just make it up as I go. And she likes to, she loves story time. So really anything that's a story, she's down. So the Pooland app actually helped quite a lot. And then as ridiculous as this sounds, she names her poos as she comes out because she named the poo on the app. So then as each poo comes out, she will name them somebody. So she'll say, oh, look, there's Auntie Jeannie and there's Uncle Pat. And I told, I actually told them that last night and she, they pissed themselves laughing. So they were like, whatever works, if that works, let her name her poos. So just little Little things, whatever gets, whatever makes them happy, um, do it. So that was working for her. So I'm like, mate, you name as many poos as you like, kid. As if you're going to keep going to the toilet, you keep naming them. I don't care. So we sit and we read the Poo Land app each time. Um, I also, and you know what? This is a piece of advice as well that a pharmacist said to me. And I thought, Chloe, why don't you think of these things yourself? It seems so obvious, but. When you're in the moment of trying to toilet train and you're so in your head of trying to toilet train, you just lose your mind a little bit. A pharmacist said to me, you need to just make sure she's actually sitting on the toilet each day, the same time each day. And I went, well, no shit. <laughs> like, why don't, why don't I think of do, trying to get her on the toilet the same time each day? The mornings didn't really work for us because we were always running out the door. But the afternoons, we always had, well, the evenings, we always had time. So, and I figured she was um, more calm in the evenings because she's had her play. She's been running around all day and she'll actually sit for longer in the afternoons. So choose a time that works well with your child and just get them to sit at the same time every day. Now, I know this is easier said than done because we all also went through a period where Cassia just would not sit. Like I, I could give her an iPad, I could give her whatever. I tried not to do that because I didn't want to make that another habit. But at that stage, I'm like, whatever you want, just sit on the toilet. If you sit there for 10 minutes, then that's good. Like there was times where she wouldn't even sit for five seconds. So that's also hard. We got, um, I used the... Um, learning boards, the clear ones that we do. And she was tracing shapes. She was tracing letters. Um, I got her to write her name, coloring books, sat on um, the Pooland app. I think I read 50 times in one hit. Like whatever you can do to get them to actually sit on the toilet, that also makes a big difference because if you're like my child, if, well, if your child's like my child and she just needs to just she can't sit still, then um, keeping them occupied helps. So getting them to sit on the toilet with whatever the hell you've got to keep them sitting there is good. Um, number two, if you need to give them a softener, do so. Number three, like I said, there were people, there were there were other things that people said, like cutting the hole in the pull-up helps. There were lots, there were lots of different um suggestions. When I posted about this on the CMC gold page, you would have to scroll a little bit if you want to see other people's suggestions, but there were quite a lot of suggestions. But um, also using some sort of reward system made a big difference for Pooh and Wee, uh, especially Pooh. And making sure that you make such a song and dance about her when she does it. Like once she did Pooh, we called my mum, we called my dad, we called Morris, um, we called my sister and she told everybody that she did Pooh and she was so excited about it. So make a big song and dance about it and then they'll get excited to actually do it. I hope that helps if you are 
starting to toilet train or in the midst of toilet training, I feel you. It is a hard, hard time. Um, but after the first week of pushing through, it gets so much easier. If you need to separate day and night time, do so. If you, Obviously, if you need to separate wee and poo, do so. Do whatever works within your family. If you want to use a potty, then do it. If you don't, then don't. There are lots of different ways and suggestions. Nothing's right or wrong. You just do what works for your family. Um, we are finally at a point where she actually wheezes and poos in the toilet. Like I said last week, she had like a breakdown and she's like, I'm not pooing in the toilet anymore. So I'm hoping that that doesn't happen again. But apparently a bit of a relapse is normal. But we are at the tail end of it now. Thank God. Also note that it's taken me four months to get her to poo in a toilet. So, oh, well, she, you know, she had she had done it a little a couple of times prior to, but constantly to get her going every day to every second day. Um, it took me four months from the time that we started toilet training for wee. So if it takes a bit longer for poo, it's totally normal. Um, and good luck with it all. I wish you all of the very best. It is hard yards, but get through the first week or two of we and you should be good poo you just need to be patient but you can do it I have faith I hope this podcast has helped and will help you in your future ventures of toilet training and I will see you next week Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Good as Gold. We hope this episode has brought some value into your life. And if it has, remember to subscribe and follow for weekly episodes. We want to grow this community. So if someone you know will benefit from this podcast, please share it. In the meantime, we love what we do and we hope you do too. Stay amazing. Until next time. Bye.